to conspiracies and beyond. Shout out to all you morks out there. Jedi here, but not really because this week I will be on vacation. But Seamus and Todd will be here to discuss with you the future of to conspiracies and beyond. We want to connect with you morks and talk about what's up in this zany world. For instance, is Echo listening to us or is it Alexa? Perhaps, Perhaps both are conspiring both are against their conspiring owners against for a household, takedown. For household takedown. Have you ever had a conversation with someone else and Alexa and Echo answered for you? Or have you ever had a conversation with Alexa or Echo yourself? If not, I recommend that you try it and find out if they really are just stationary objects. Mmm, very sultry. Very, it was a very sultry intro, wasn't it? it was, that, yeah. was, that was sexy, Jedi. Yeah, thanks, Jedi. And we're going to go back to her with a few more things. So how tonight's show is going to work, we're just going to talk about, I don't know, what do you think, Seamus, about 20 or so conspiracies and topics that we're going to do in the future? We can maybe yeah. get some input of what people think about them. But I'm going to do it in a sexy voice. Like this. <laughs> Oh, we should, yeah. We should actually touch on that one first, the Alexa mm. Echo. I mean, there's That's no question. Topic. There's no question what's do you how many of those do you have? Well, so I mean, we were we were just having so many connection issues that I we we got the the whole node system. It comes with like, I don't know, I want to say five or six different boxes that work like their own routers that connect around the house. So in my view, it just prevented me from disconnecting from the internet. The idea that Big Brother is watching me through my echo never dawned on me until I decided to join a podcast with my wacky friend Todd. But you know what's funny? My friend Dan said, if it's listening to me, what do I care? It's going to know that I'm going to the golf course, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. We're not doing anything crazy, most of us. I think it's keeping us honest, right? I, I want to know somebody's listening to my every thought so that I don't get any funny ideas. So thank you, Echo, if you're listening to me. Uh, thanks, you're keeping me in check. Otherwise, you know, who knows what I would say or plot. In um, another conspiracy with, say, like the Apple iPhone, you ever notice when you get a brand new iPhone, the battery is like amazing. You could go days and days. This and is your conspiracy? On, on the well, iPhone? I, I just think way Apple makes money, like the screens crack so easily, like any oh. type of... Well, so they make money off that. They wait till your phone's a couple years old and it's like unbearable where you have to get a new phone. I'm at that stage now with this phone where the battery dies, all sorts of weird things happen. I get so glitches on it. It, it. In manufacturing, Todd, there's something called planned obsolescence. Have you ever heard of this? No. See, without planned obsolescence, which is the life cycle of a product, there would be no recurring revenue stream. Companies would sell you things one time and go, okay, bye, and die. So things have to break 
so that people can have jobs. That's, that's just how the world goes yeah. around. This is why you bought that Acer laptop and it's going to shit the bed on you halfway through the show so that you'll buy another Acer laptop. That's how this works. That's what they do so, on Shark Tank. Yeah, they hate things that you buy once. They want to invest in things that you're going to have to keep buying over and over and over. Right. You want recurring revenue. You want to have some sort of a membership or a fee or something that renews itself. They need to know how we're making money five years from now if you're selling a product that works really, really well, because there's definitely risk in that. So are we just going to go right into the right into the show format? Because before I do that, I just wanted to um, I wanted to, to talk about something just at the top of the show just that's that's on my mind. Now, if you have a podcast, which I think we do. Um, you reach a certain level of listenership. Let's say this thing takes off and we get 11 million listeners per show. Can you imagine it? 11 million people. You know how many more millions of people per show that is than Hannity, than Maddow, than you name it. Do you know how many more viewers that is than a presidential address, for example? You're reaching... So many people immediately, and then so many more people from a secondary uh, position. You have, when you get that big, like, say, Joe Rogan, for example, when you become that big, you do carry a certain social responsibility to not do any harm. Would you agree? Do you think yeah. that perhaps, to some extent, when you have that much influence over say america that maybe you shouldn't tout an idea like vaccines are not necessary if you are in relatively good shape and that ivermectin is a viable treatment of covid would you say that that's reckless information that maybe somebody in his position probably shouldn't be spreading around the media but that's like anyone that has like tens of millions of followers like on any platform Right. But yeah, but, anyone in that position shouldn't do anything that could but I, harm the public. I, I, think, I think this is really kind of the seed of the larger problem here, where we've got ourselves in this kind of circular jerk-off session uh, in society where one half of us is listening to the doctor and the other half's listening to Joe fucking Rogan and whoever else he's friends with or is influenced by or sounds like or... Um, it's it's just it's a very arrogant, narcissistic, uh, you know, kind of self-absorbed position to just say, yeah, I'm just I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, not that anyone's listening. This is just a hobby. I'm not influencing anybody. I'm just going to throw it out there. This is what I think. And I think vaccines are bullshit. Uh, OK, moving on. There's a point. I guess what I'm trying to say is. Do you agree that there is a point where free speech meets recklessness? Like you wouldn't go into a movie theater and yell fire. Right. There are certain there are certain things right. that you can't say. This crosses a line for me. And I like Joe. I think he's a cerebral guy. He has a lot of uh, really interesting uh, content. I think he, he, he's, he asks thoughtful questions and he he, he does his research and he, he delivers a good show. But this goes way too fucking far for me. What do you think? So you probably think the same thing with um, what's that rapper's name that just did the same type thing? Not Cardi B, but um, yes, I do. What's her name? I do. 
yeah, if you're if you're in entertainment and you want to say something controversial about uh, somebody because of their race or their sexual identity, and you know, push social um, uh, norms the way that we used to before the pandemic and cause that type of controversy, that's fine. But this isn't fun controversy. This is a fucking pandemic. We're in the middle of a plague that will never, ever end. It's not fun in games. We don't get to have an opinion here. There are scientists, there are doctors, there are medical journals and facts that we need to adhere to. And if, and if we're running a podcast that literally reaches more Americans than any other outlet of media in this country, we at the very least should shut the fuck up on that. And that's my rant. That's my that's my rant, Todd. I got a little well, heated there. I'm sorry. Why can't I think of her name? It's not Cardi B, but it's like the same. But she was just saying an opinion. She said she didn't say not to get it. She said, I know someone whose testicles blew up. So just do your research before you do anything. Yeah, no big deal. I just I know somebody whose testicles blew up. You know, not that those things are important to every male listening right now, but I do have a cousin that took the vaccine and his testicles look like three basketballs stuffed down his pants. So just an FYI. Yeah, you should probably shut the fuck up. I really That's do why, think so. That's why you should get your shot from a doctor. It's a good idea. Well, I didn't know that they needed You're not to supposed be to get it in the nuts. You don't get it in the nuts. <laughs> I didn't know that that was something they needed to sensitive. explain. But, I don't know if they got their vaccine in like a like a basketball gym somewhere outside the YMCA by some volunteers, but they were getting creative that day. See, the thing is, Joe, can you look up her name? Why can't I think of it? You know what I'm talking about, right? I think it's I, it's it's not Cardi B. It's uh. No, it's, <laughs> People keep you're mixing it up. Right, I can see why we think that. Um, it's so, anyways, that. you're you're gonna so splice she, it up until you get to the part where we guess the right person. That's yeah, what you're gonna do, Joe. That's so, the, that's the as far as the as far as the vaccine, I'm pro vaccine. I'm vaxxed. If you're, yeah, um, your audience. You don't get because up, you don't man. like Biden. I think that's stupid. But if you don't want to get the vax because you're afraid of it, who am I to be like? I'm not afraid of it, and you shouldn't be either. Like, some people are, like, really afraid of it. I, I don't know. Well, there's a lot of disinformation being spread around, and I just gave a good example of it. And that's a pretty well-trusted source. I think a lot of people listen to Joe Rogan, and they think of him as a an everyman, just some, you know, struggling comedian that made good on a big podcast. And now we can identify with, with him, and he's just like me, and this is what he thinks. And that's dangerous. It's just very dangerous. We're not talking about something that, you know, can't hurt you, like your opinion on... I said gays or your opinion on Black Lives Matter or, so, you know, things that, you know, force discussions that that move us forward as a society. Those are good discussions to have and good disagreements to have so we can work out the kinks of what is right and what's wrong. This isn't that. This isn't that. This isn't up for fucking debate. This is literally we're standing in a fire asking each other our opinions of whether or not it's hot. Do you think this fire is too hot? Hmm. Well, I've been told fire gets pretty hot. Yeah, but, you know, don't believe, you know, everything you hear. It's not like that. And we have to we have to take it out of that context of subjectiveness or subjectivity uh, and, and put it in the context it deserves to be in. This is just fact. I, I can't argue whether or not gravity is going to kill me if I jump out of an airplane. It's not going to matter what I think. If I jump, I'm dead. Seamus, technically, in terms of fires, most people die from the smoke inhalation before the actual yeah. fire. I'm just... All right, yeah, my yeah. Meta, 
You just yeah. blew up my metaphor. You, <laughs> yeah. You, 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 you see that? When, when you're a cunning <laughs> little Italian sweetheart, aren't you, Joe? Yeah. So you're just here to Nicki poke Minaj. my balls. It's, it's Nicki Minaj. Nicki but, Minaj. But the thing is, like, I know he has such a big listener base, but how many people that listen to Joe Rogan are all of a sudden be like, you know what, right? You know what? You're right. They're not going to get the it's vaccine. It's not just anyway. him, though, but it's confirmation bias is what it is. When you've heard this and that from Fox News and all these other media outlets that are, are giving you the impression that the virus isn't that big of a deal and the vaccine shouldn't be mandated, and then you hear, you're like, okay, that might be bullshit. But then you hear some other guy that you thought was, like, smart and you trusted him, whether you admitted it out loud or not, you're listening to somebody who's sort of a social guru with a listener uh, base that's like obscene. I mean, hundreds of millions of downloads per month, uh, 11 million viewers or, or, or listeners to each live show and then on and then on. That's everybody. I mean, there's only there's only 350 million of us on a good day in this whole country. He's basically reaching every adult and he's letting you know that the vaccine is bullshit. And just, you know, do sit-ups. Just do sit-ups, Todd. Just take vitamin E and do some push-ups and eat some broccoli and you're good to go. So that's right. it, man. Yeah, I don't want to get all hung up on this, yeah. all right, Todd? Just shut up about it. We'll, 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 we'll talk more after this because we'll go like 45 minutes on this one thing. All right, so when Jedi and I, we first got together and we discussed this show, we were like, let's do like 80% conspiracies and 20% other stuff. But I think we're kind of learning that it's fun to do the other stuff too. <laughs> So I think we're going to do like 50-50. So what's the next thing that you want to talk about? Well, so what I thought would be cool for the format of this show, because to your point, this is a conspiracy podcast, and I think we've talked about three conspiracies in 14 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't really dissected a lot since we talked about Area 51 and a, a couple other ones, because you're right, it is fun to go down the rabbit hole. But I thought it would be fun to put a list of all of the popular conspiracies that people talk about, generally speaking, and just go rapid fire and just talk yeah. about them. Two minutes each, just go right down the list. These are all the things that, uh, and by the way, thank you to everybody who's subscribed and joined is a, uh, and, and, and uh, has all of these really cool suggestions because we are listening. So I've made a list of everything that I think people uh, wanna hear about. And uh, and I sent that to yeah. you, and I know that you've got some of your own. Why don't I let you lead off? What, what was the first one that you wanted to talk about? Okay, and we're probably going to cover all these. And send us a message. We're very active on social media. On Instagram, Facebook, look for us. We're going to get back up on Twitter probably in the next day or two. So we're going to touch on some things and just briefly go over them. There's a dog suicide bridge in That's Scotland. hilarious. Yeah. I mean, you have it so good, dog. I know. These it's dogs like the best life. <laughs> No one gives These a shit dogs. what you do. You don't have to go to work, like your own balls. Why are they killing themselves, yeah. Todd? So, Joe, I'll pull up the picture of that bridge. For some weird reason, these dogs will be going for a walk on the bridge, and they get mm -hmm. an urge, and they just jump off. And it's about 50 feet, so some of them die. There's rocks below. Some of them get badly injured. And they can't figure out why, but these dogs just want to jump off. Did and these dogs previously use Accutane when they uh, were younger adults? <laughs> <laughs> anybody looked into that? Go ahead. One of, the, one of the strange things about this, and we don't want to give too much away. That's why we're just going to briefly touch on these yeah. things. Um, a reporter went there to like maybe find out what was going on, do some research, and the reporter had an urge to jump off the bridge. There was wow. something like pulling him towards the bridge. So no one will probably ever know, but for some reasons, dogs just want to jump off this bridge. 
Well, it's almost like it's almost like the happening with Mark Wahlberg, but for dogs. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why are the dogs jumping off the roof? Imagine that that was the movie. It was just dogs killing themselves all the time. That would be awful. I'd much rather watch human beings kill themselves than dogs. That's so much more tragic. There are so many more human beings that need to jump off that bridge than dogs. Would you agree? Especially now. Yeah, now, definitely. Now, you know what's kind of funny? I, I don't. I guess that's kind of a conspiracy or just a wacky story. I, you're not going to find this strange, but I'm on vacation this week. You know where I went for lunch today, right? Teddy G's. Oh, can you imagine Todd went to Teddy G's for lunch? What uh, what what brought you to that place out of the blue? Is it because you're there twenty four seven? So I mentioned this. She asked me what I was doing. I said, "Oh, I'm just making notes for a podcast." And I told her about the dog suicide bridge. And like, there's more women than you think that are into this wacky stuff. She's like, "Oh, she knew about home. the dog bridge." No, she didn't know, but she's like, I'm oh. going to go home and look that up later. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> Maybe she was blowing smoke up your ass, though, Todd. Maybe she didn't go right home and look up the dog bridge. I would call that bullshit. Next time you see her at Teddy G's, be like, so, that dog bridge, yeah. scary stuff, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just see so, all right. What do, you, what do you get for your first one here? All right, so so that that was good. That was like that was like two or three minutes. I'll see if we can get through every yeah. one. There's like 40 of these. So a buddy of mine told me about the these missing 411 stories. Have you heard about these at all? Uh, this yeah. this yeah. is you have. So missing 411 is it's a story set by a guy named uh, David Paulides, who yeah, also uh, are, is uh, Polides, is that how you say it? Uh, Politis. Politis. So, all right, I'm sorry, because David Politis is probably listening. Um, so I got to get that <laughs> right. But listen, uh, this guy is like a former cop, and he decided to start investigating people that were going missing. He also did something on like Bigfoot. Um, he, he's, by all accounts, kind of a whack job. You know, there's a lot of claims that he's made that have been debunked, but he did present a pretty interesting story tying all of the missing people in our park system, the the, the national park system, uh, to the location of all of the underground caves. Apparently, there are underground caves in this country that we know about. So there's a caving system. And uh, he's got a conspiracy that he's worked out that there are folks being taken into these caves and uh, a lot of the adults and even some of the children that have gone missing uh, have gone missing into these caves so that's 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 a lot to unpack there yeah just, i'll add some i'll add something real quick because I've, I've been following missing 401 for a few years now there's a lot of times when they go people go hiking there's like the person that's walking in the back of the line is the one that yeah. goes missing you'll be walking a straight line and the person in the back is the one that goes missing and he thinks that's kind of strange like he kind of yeah. gives off the vibe that he thinks something is somehow taking them and another thing i actually wrote to him the other day he sent out a tweet and I said, come to our, come on our conspiracy podcast. And he actually wrote back. He said, I've never been involved in anything that's a conspiracy, just the facts. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this, this guy sounds like, uh, like one of our what's – what's our Flat Earth guy's name again? Dave Weiss. Oh, speaking Dave of Weiss, Dave Weiss. It's another Dave Weiss. Yeah, no, I know that you talked to him. No, so he, so he says that people uh, that, that kind of hang around the back of the pack go missing. That's what I do at Disney World. Yeah. I hang around behind my wife and kids and I just let the distance between them get further and further and further away until I think I can duck. And then I duck and I go missing for like an hour. I That's my say, you're not, you're not lucky enough to go missing. <laughs> yeah. I try to go missing. 
if I can get missing, that's that's some of my day back. But no, go ahead. No, David Weiss is going to come back on the show and defend his position on flat Earth and all things space. And I'm so excited to talk to him. When is that happening, Todd? So he's going to be on October 28th. So sometime after that, when we release our next show. And I, I want to cover more than Flat Earth since we already did that. Like, I want to talk about dinosaurs and all the other stuff he thinks is fake. I just like that space is fake. That's my favorite part about his his standpoint. The idea that I, I would like to I would like to explore the story within the story. I want to know about the astronauts that are keeping the secret. That would be that would be the focus for me. Are all of the really sketchy? seedy, you know, mischievous astronauts that are giggling in circles and and speaking in darkness about there's no space. I would think anyone that thinks that that thinks the flat the earth is round, that's their number one thing that they can't get by. <laughs> You it's kind of I mean? hard to, yeah, I mean, if we if we flew every one of them up, every one of them would just, they would just immediately stop being a flat earther, right? Like one by one by one. They just keep bringing yeah. them up in the rocket and be like, all right, look, I don't want to look. Look. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you brought Dave Weiss up in a rocket, he couldn't oh, do all this fun stuff. He'd have, he'd have to go back to the working world. <laughs> he would have to accept the, the dark yeah. reality that, that he just can't stand to, uh, to, uh, to live in where there's a space. That, that ruins his entire worldview. Yeah, right. All right, so let's go to Jedi for her take on robots. Oh, robots. Will it be sexy Jedi? Yes. Let's have At a sexy room. This world is going, I wouldn't be surprised if we were living in some kind of alternative universe. Universe. Oh, what do you think? yeah. In a short span of less than 10 years, look at how much things have changed. Robots taking over used to be just some far-fetched tech fantasy. Now, sexy robots. they have replaced humans at their jobs at manufacturing sites, performing surgery, and even doing security at the airport. With Elon Musk With and others Elon developing Musk. AI robots, it's getting more and more mainstream. These robots are going to soon take over. Uh, you know what's funny? Hey, wait, hold on, time out, full stop. Robot security guards at the airport, Jedi? I, You need to... Need to call her right now. Where, where is this happening? Is that at the Denver airport? Is, are those the Illuminati soldiers? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Where is she talking but, about robot but, but security the, guards? The thing with Jedi, when she talks about all this stuff, she's not putting on an act. This is how she, you know what I mean? Well, she it sounds truly like she believes. smoked peyote, and then she started talking about it. So I, I, I don't know really the whole <laughs> the whole background of what's going on there. It, it seems like she's inhaled something, and now she's kind of got this sultry kind of vibe going on, and she's letting you know about the robots that are at she, the airport. I don't know if she's talking about when you go through, you know, you have to put your arms up and that thing goes around you. A machine, know. you mean? <laughs> an x-ray machine that's existed since the 1950s is that what he's referring to <laughs> or better versions of that same exact expected machinery that we've been flying with since we've began flying is that what she's referring to <laughs> Jameis, uh... 
Jedi would go into our stop and shop and think that thing's a robot that goes around and cleans uh, the floor. She would run from it. Uh, yeah. Barty. She'd say, there was a robot oh, man. in the grocery uh, store taking over my shopping list. We're telling you what to buy. I'm going to text her right now and see what she says, and we'll pipe him back to it. Let's see. Oh, God. Yeah, Jedi, there's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack with Jedi. I'm telling you, there are at least four shows that are oh, just yeah. Jedi that we are just, we're sitting on a gold mine, and we're only yeah. scratching the surface of what we're going to well, yeah. get out of I was just going to say, we're kind of easing into it. We're doing like yeah. the the easy shows, but there is a lot, believe me, the stuff that we text back and forth. All right. So we've barely like, blown the about... dust off of her, Todd. So uh, what, what do you think about the robots? I mean, Elon Musk says that we're basically Cyclopses now. Uh, I don't think he called us a Cyclops. I think he called us an android because a Cyclops would be a one-eyed <laughs> mythological monster, Todd. I think you're a Cyclops. No, I know what a, I know what a Cyclops is, but for some reason I thought – that's what he said. So he said an Android. I would say Android. Yeah, we're going to go Android for a final answer, Todd. Cyclops would be a lot more fun, actually. I would love to have a like I'd be, I would be like Frankenstein and you'd be the Cyclops. And <laughs> that would be interesting. But no, he's saying that we all have a phone and that yeah, yeah, exactly. makes us part robot, part AI. Uh, yeah, I'm not I don't feel threatened by the phone yet. I know I saw Terminator 2. I know I know what's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to – I kind of feel about this like I feel about global warming. It's real. It's just never going to affect the next 100 years, which which would exceed me by about 80 or however many years. I mean, I am on the Peloton regularly, but I don't think I'm living that long. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Let's do the next one here. All right. All right. So so the next one is awesome. I love this one. This this needs to be its own show, I think, but maybe it's not. Have you heard the latest – conspiracy going around the internet about the oj simpson case so i only know what you what you messaged me today i've never heard that so oj simpson honestly like the biggest uh legal case uh publicized legal gives the advent of like court tv like the biggest thing that had ever happened uh in the 90s dominated the media everybody knows the whole story but it's come out lately um that there's a theory that really fits that the sun did it and the son was at the time when this happened about 20, 21 years old. And he's got a long history of uh, substance abuse and mental illness. And, you know, he's had to um, he's 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 had run ins with the law. He was depressed for a long time after his sibling died in a pool. You know, it, it's there's 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 some history of mental illness there and some motive for not liking this uh this woman that wasn't his mom uh in his life so you know there's 109 different reasons why he might have killed her but there are just so many of these facts that kind of line up with where he was which was at the scene of the crime essentially he was there and you know much more likely to do something as outlandish and crazy as killing somebody i mean oj simpson i mean yeah i mean the guy we don't know him, but that shocked everybody that that he would murder somebody. Seems more likely somebody that's unstable would have done it. Yeah, I, I would be interested to hear that, but it would take a lot to change my mind from what I think about that case. What was the what was the most damning thing from the case that you remember? 
Are you talking about like the, the blood and stuff? I mean, this is like twenty. Yeah, I mean, I, there was there was DNA evidence. I remember that there was there was blood. Uh, there was his DNA, but like that was his house. So, I mean, I think if you, we really revisit the case, it'd be interesting if there were anything that we would or wouldn't be able to refute about this new theory. But I just think the motive is too strong. OJ sees his wife with another man. Like why? He, don't, he, he was. She would. They were dating. He knew about them. I mean, I'm sure it didn't make him happy about it. But I, you know. It, hey, I just sent you guys uh, a note here. As far yeah, as yeah. Todd, uh, you're looking for some physical evidence. They actually do have some on Jason, the son. Wow. So yeah, you know so, about this theory going around, Joe. I know you're tied in with this. So weird. Uh, I have a relative who was friends with Nicole. Stop it. Simpson. Yeah. Are I you the one that was trying it. to give her her glasses back? I heard that story before that story got out that he was returning her son because that was the story that wasn't true uh he that wasn't true they were there to to bang right? yeah they he were... was yeah there was a relationship had had yeah. just recently developed um and i don't know i don't know that oj necessarily knew it i think oj might have followed her home uh and if it wasn't oj then his son I think yep. there's definitely uh, some credence behind that. Also, uh, Dr. Henry Lee, who is stationed in my hometown of Meriden, Connecticut, I've also seen him present some evidence that uh, suggested it could also have been Jason, just based on uh, the similarity in DNA. Todd, would you, would, if if Scarlett goes and kills her uh, her husband someday, are you gonna are you gonna go in cahoots with her and make sure that, that the, the the body's buried and and that she's exonerated? What would what would your you position be? Oh, I would totally back her up. <laughs> He'd be sitting in a vat of acid. You know what's funny is just like while my mind is on this because we're talking about like crime and I would I was thinking about Dave Weiss when we have him on we totally have to mention when he went to Sandy Hook and like requested a FOIA request at the town hall like can you imagine how obnoxious and how sure you'd have to be yeah to disclaimer <laughs> uh, David Weiss is also what's known as an asshole. <laughs> he is entertaining he's a great entertainer yeah he just likes to cross the line towards saying children being shot isn't true which which almost by itself that's fine you want to be an, a dickhead but to actually get in the family's face and in the community's face he, 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 this guy is um he's something he's something well, we look forward to talking to him and uh, and i won't mind giving him my opinion on uh, on his thoughts all right so the next one now you're a long struggling knicks fan right joe yes uh -huh. sir is there any other so kind of knicks fan right yeah the 1985 nba draft you know that conspiracy right total setup yeah they froze the envelopes <laughs> Uh, well, no, I, I think the freezing of the envelopes isn't real, but I think like maybe uh, the bending of the envelope or something, uh, I think that something was up because of all the stuff that was going on. I mean, Chicago had Jordan, Boston had Bird, uh, the Lakers had MJ, and the NBA was struggling in revenue and they needed a big something in the market of New York. They were almost they broke. Yeah. Yeah. And they just have, and Ewing was a can't miss. I mean, back then, if you would have said, could you take Ewing or Jordan, you would take Ewing. I mean, you don't get those big men. They don't come around often. Well, that's you why know, Sam, the, Sam Bowie, Sam Bowie got drafted ahead of Jordan in, in uh, 84 yeah. for that exact reason. And he was a right. huge bust. Do you know who the number one pick in that draft was before Bowie? Hall of Fame, big man. Ooh. Hakeem the Dream. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Of course. Oh, oh, in Jordan's uh, year. Yeah, I knew that one. I didn't know Sam Sam Bowie was Jordan's as well. 
See, yeah, Sam Bowie was two. Jordan was three. Oh my lord, Sam Bowie! Yeah, Why didn't I know that? The, yeah, the thing about the NBA back then is you got a player. He was with you for fifteen years. It's not right. the joke it is he was now. The face, we make yeah. super teams. Right. Every big star back then, they just played for the same team. If they got traded, it was like a huge deal. It was a big deal. Like when Marino was like, "I'm not going to fucking Buffalo. Fuck off. Hmm. It's cold hmm. there." That, that's yeah. one of the things I hate so much about sports now, how, like, the trades and making super teams, it's like a joke. Yeah, I mean, there, there needs to be so – they try to implement some controls by putting salary caps and that shit. But at the end of the day, whoever's got the most money – like, you look at you look at the Nets. What a fiasco. Like, what a fiasco. Oh, They're not even winning, and it's, and it's obnoxious. They're going to probably win next year or the year after, and it's just going to suck. It's going to be like, well, yeah, you fucking should. You got everybody. What do you think is supposed to, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's gross. I was actually happy that the, uh, that the Bucks won just because they weren't really, yeah. The Bucks actually took a chance on Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nobody wanted him. He went like, uh, he went behind Kelly, the clinic Olenek. We had <laughs> the Celtics could have had him too. The Celtics could have uh, had him, but they didn't. Just another quick thing before you go to your topic that I hate about the NBA is the amount of players that make the Hall of Fame now is a complete joke. You should have to be like a really special player. Right. Chris Bosh just got in. I think Chris Bosh is a nice player. I wouldn't <laughs> think Hall of Fame. It's a bit much. Who else? I, I just did some research. They said Rajon Rondo has like a 59% oh. chance of being a Hall of Famer. I mean, another guy who's like a good player. Blake yeah, Griffin has like a 55. Player. Like Blake Griffin, they said he has like a 55% oh. chance. I was I mean, these aren't They're like so Hall of gross. Famers. Yeah. Blake Griffin is a guy who decided not to jump for three years. Do you realize that Blake, Blake Griffin's not even a real talent? He just kind of hung out on the on the Pistons and was like, oh, well, just I don't want to play because I don't want to get hurt. He was always looking for the next contract. He didn't have any great years, did he? I mean, no. maybe one or two at the very beginning. He won the, the dunk contest, and that's supposed to you know, propel it. Just, the edge. Yeah, no, that, that's just gross, man. Yeah, you're right. All yeah, right. Spot on. Yeah. I, I think sometimes right, people want to say, like, this is how smart I am, and they like to yeah. nominate people that are, like, fringe players and then make a, a sexy argument about it and makes them feel good. Yeah. Totally. Uh, does anybody care about Bigfoot and the Abominable Snowman? I feel like that if we ever start talking about Bigfoot again, like we'll be out of the woods on so many bigger things. You know, we need to get past COVID nineteen for us to care about the Abominable Snowman. But is anybody talking about that anymore? Um, definitely Bigfoot. I'm a member of a couple Bigfoot groups. No <laughs> not, kidding. Huh? Not that I, not that I'm a believer, but I kind of just find it interesting. That's one thing. I don't know if there's something walking around in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, up by Canada, and I I would imagine that there are hairy things in the woods if you went looking for it, right? I I'm sure I believe that, but um, you know, a, a part man, part something or another. I I I don't know. It's just. I don't know how compelling of a story it is. Have you ever been to Everest or uh, the, the the roller coaster in Disney that's dedicated to Bigfoot? I don't think so. Yeah, there was a bunch of Bigfoot propaganda in the uh, in the Everest roller coaster um, uh, ride. Like on the way, you could see all of these like pictures of like people spotting what they thought was Bigfoot and like imprints of his foot. But like the size and the scope of the the character, or the the you know, the mythological creature like varies from story to story. Sometimes he's the size of a building. Other times he's like a little bit bigger than like Dikembe Mutombo. So I, it's, it's uh yeah, it's, it, that's, 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 a, that's not a show. I can't imagine doing a whole show on Bigfoot. 
I did talk to a Bigfoot researcher and he said he'd come on, so maybe I'll get a little bit more information. I would be more likely to believe in like a creature in Antarctica than I would to be believe in Bigfoot like walking around like in like Oregon or something. Just because there's so many people and so much visibility in places where there's like sunlight, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if Bigfoot was real, we would have stumbled on him by now. And the abominable snowman is kind of like the same thing. It's like the Chinese version of Bigfoot. There's like the Asian Bigfoot, the abominable snowman. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Probably yeah. a wounded polar bear someday looked like a really big man. I, I don't know. What do you got, Nine, nine human species have walked the earth. Mm -hmm. in the last five and a half million years the idea that a random leftover uh or one of those species still surviving and just staying the hell away from everybody i think when you consider the sentinel island you know there are yeah. still i i, I I'm, I'm excited todd get your bigfoot guy on um oh, yeah, I, I will. I will. i'm down for it. i i i kind of i kind of think there's more to that story you know what? I stand I mean, corrected. There's a lot of material on Bigfoot. We're going to have a show on Bigfoot, everybody. I'm announcing it now. But, Joe, you don't think there's one thing, right? You think there would be families and colonies of them? Yeah, well, again, how most animals hunt, right? The, yeah. you know, lions, for instance, the, the, the females go out and do all the hunting while everybody stays back. So it's certainly possible, whatever that thing is, that, that he's bringing some supplies back to 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 a family yeah i mean there's right how would it keep going on and again unless say 40 50 years ago when they took a picture maybe that was the last one but i do think yeah. there was something out there and i do think it's definitely worth so, so you think this might be like prehistoric prehistoric like neanderthal human yeah do you know about one hundred twenty thousand years ago there were still uh woolly mammoths living right. uh off the coast of california so yeah, again, oh, I definitely knew that. Yeah. Right. The idea of there being leftovers, <laughs> that's not that wouldn't be like the most shocking thing that ever happened. Well, I'm looking at Todd and, you know, there are a lot of things about <laughs> the way that he interacts in, in his day to day that make me wonder if maybe he's still feeling his way through, you know, like uh, like Joe, in the movie Walk Like a Man. Joe, let's see what Jedi has on space. Oh, is it sexy <laughs> and slow and sultry? And you knew space exploration for civilians would be the equivalent to a Tahiti vacation. As long as you got a few hundred thousand dollars, right? You can go. However, it's funny to see these rich billionaires duking it out on Twitter's world stage on who gets to go to space. And I do find it very interesting that nobody is saying anything about climate change or the depleting of resources when it comes to space. You know what's kind of funny about this? I didn't. Nobody, nobody's talking about space. <laughs> I, I did see what? on Facebook. I did see on Facebook today. You okay over there? <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was trying to recreate that, that rasp. It's just, it's a level of like, it's almost like she needs like a like a coating of ivermectin or something just to get through the. There's a lot going on on the vocal cords right now. I think uh, she maybe needs to take a little time off. Well, I think she sent she sent one long she sent one long voice memo to me, so it's like all the same tone, and I had Joe cut it up. Uh, there's, Joe, vocal, really good. there's vocal fry, and there's whatever that was. That was like uh, I just want to let you know that there's a place in Tahiti, and if you go there. 
What, what, what did she say? What was the, what so was the she synopsis basically, there? Yeah, I know. I think I got cut off, but she I was just too, too distracted. Like when you say pop instead of pop or when she's yeah. talking like she's got a, like she's choking on a frog, I can't focus on the words. So what did right. she literally so, say? She said, who would have thought going into space would just be like taking a trip to Tahiti? Oh, right. Yeah, no, you can, there's just like space airlines where you can just, you know, yeah, go up, yeah. take a look around, which I think is great for David Weiss. I would love him to be the first one but, but on let one me of ask these commercial flights. I, I, I did see today on Facebook a whole bunch of, I don't even know who, was all mad that people are starving and Bezos and Elon Musk are doing space trips. Like, Do you think that's an issue, or do you think if you have this money, you can freaking do whatever the hell you want with it? It's, it is a big fuck you to anybody that ever needed money. You know, if, if you've ever if you've ever sold something that you love to buy, you know, um, insulin, for example, <laughs> and you hear about somebody spending enough money to erect an entire community and a school system and pay for every, you know, homeless vet or, you know, the, the amount of money that you would need to like change someone's life, just being thrown up into a, a frivolous space um you know voyage yeah it's it's a little tone deaf it definitely comes off a little tone deaf um in in our society but but then again we look for trouble in everything don't we yeah because they can't afford to pay for every problem in the world and and you know well maybe not they can but jeff bezos probably could pay for a lot of lot of problems in the world todd he's he's literally got almost a trillion with a t Mm. dollars he's got how many millions of dollars is it now joe is it 800 billion dollars it's something absurd he has almost as much money as the dollar figure represented on the balance sheet of bank of america that's how much money jeff bezos has so i do think I do think he could eradicate things like, you know, not being able to afford health insurance, for example, or, you know, I, I do think that there are some things he could pay for and, and still have a couple bucks left over to bet on the Panthers. Yeah, I, I mean, I do kind of agree with you, but then part of me is like, well, why why is it his responsibility? But I'm not a big Bezos. Well, it's not his It's got to be it's got to be all of our responsibility to make sure that the lion's share of the resources in general, not just money, but in general, are spread equitably enough that we're not living in squalor or, you know, not being able to provide basic shit. We come off like there are things in this country that people just shouldn't have, like a good education or, or health insurance. And and then we're just okay with billionaire uh, amateur rocket men. So, yeah, I can understand why it would rub people the wrong way, honestly. that's that's. that's if this were the Middle Ages, we would have already torn Bezos to shreds. <laughs> yeah. We would have I mean, come literally, yes, sir. We would have destroyed him and split up his belongings. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, 100%. There, there is a point, like, I feel like it should be like a billion dollars or something where, like, it just ends there. What is the point of having more money? Oh, yeah, so then you become a service for, for for good. They say, okay, well, listen, this is this is the amount of money we've calculated you cannot possibly spend in your lifetime. Yeah. We're going to start, you know, um, taking account or, or taking um, taking a state, I guess, taking control of whatever this estate is and seeing to it that we have what we need for things like roads, <laughs> you know, so that people so that, like teachers could get paid. We're just going to make sure basic shit happens and, and then right. you can keep the rest. Uh, because it's so silly. That's such a silly amount of money. What are you doing with a trillion dollars? How many boxes of shit do I need to come home to uh, before you have enough money? You know, like, what, what is the point? Yeah. 
It's amazing you'd have motivation to still work. That amazes me. Mark Cuban has like a, probably a thousand businesses. Like, because they're why so would you even want that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they, 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 things that things that would uh, matter to you don't matter to them. They don't get that that level of enjoyment from just like kicking it. They don't get it. They don't get what it is to just like chill out because they're not normal. All right, let's go to the next one that I got All here. Right, so um, the, the no, next one. Well, oh, go ahead. No, oh, it's your turn. That was it's your turn. That was that was Jedi. So oh, this right. is some kind of on the flat Earth type thing where this is something we just heard this as a kid and we just believe it and never thought about it. It's dinosaurs. I keep looking into this more and more. We're just told dinosaurs exist. If you really think about a dinosaur, it is kind of a far-fetched thing. Yeah, that is something that that Todd for sure could could fall down the rabbit hole on on not believing. I could see that. I could see you not grasping. There's there's, there's just mountains of scientific evidence that that dinosaurs have existed, though, Todd. Well, we'll talk. How do you, to, how do you discount that? Well. We'll talk to Dave Weiss or Crow about that. Yeah, Dave Weiss is the the authority on that that we need to confer with before we form an opinion on dinosaurs. No, there is a lot of – yeah. Todd, I, uh, for most of my life, did not believe in dinosaurs, and two reasons. Number one, most of the things that you see in museums are not even close. It was a millimeter piece of fossilized bone and – they based on on the piece and the size, the cervix, whatever. They've recreated the whole plaster thing. Right. We're finding out now most of these dinosaurs had feathers. Yes. Uh, and and didn't have scaly skin. And so I think what we're being presented uh, as historical fact is nonsense. I think that it's hard to tell people what dinosaurs actually look like or how they behaved. It. it, it the, I don't think that the information is there. The fossils are there. They're clearly where it's with something on this planet, and it's been here a long time. But I don't know that you can – I don't think there's enough data for them to know enough about dinosaurs to talk about them like they do, Todd, where it's like yeah. this was a Vicelloraptor, and he – bullshit. You don't know any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's all speculation. Yeah. Did the fucker have wings? Now he, now he was a scaly. Now he's got like a like a mohawk feather thing. They're always changing it. I'm not buying it. But, but guys, they've dug it up. These are. Do you, are you saying that they didn't really dig up these bones and that that part is fake? I mean, I guess you can debunk anything or, or, or refute anything. We're going to have to get more information, but I know some guy talked about dinosaurs for the first time. It was like some type of like a, a knight or something uh, in like the 1700s. And then he actually found the first dinosaur bone. But. I'm kind. I, we need to get exact information. But Joe, did you ever hear that they said T. Rex's arms were actually wings? I heard that recently too. That makes a lot more sense than for some reason this ferocious. Yeah, give me a break. And uh, did you hear that is, the T. Rex yeah. was really a cyclops? <laughs> did you know that? But the thing is, Joe. Even though they're coming out with the feathers and the wings, they're never going to change the way the T. Rex looks. No. No, give that son of a bitch the arms, the wings he's supposed to have. That's what made those things so tough. They could fly. So like a dragon. Dragons come from. Yeah, yeah. I'm all in. I'm in support of having a a a dragon history. We need more dragons in our legitimate, legitimized history, like a dragon museum. Well, that's the thing, right? Why it's like, well, you got to believe in a T, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and a Bronchiosaurus, and you're like, oh, so dragons? Nah, that's stupid. What? Yeah, I, know. I know. Wait, why? Why do we draw the line when they start yeah. flying and spitting fire? That's the line, really. Give me a break. 
Yeah. Nobody knows that shit. Nobody was around. Well, well I, I always feel- say, yeah, we have no idea what's in Antarctica because it's so cold. But let's just say Africa was 50 degrees hotter and you couldn't go there and someone said oh there are these giraffes with these long necks and there's these elephants you'd be like no there isn't that's nonsense same thing yeah all right Seamus what do you get for the next one let's pick up the pace here we're 50 yeah I know we we just we just wasted like like 40 minutes talking about the abominable snowman and uh and um bullshit but JFK is a big one JFK, uh, you know, the, all of the, the speculation over who killed him, why he was killed, the Warren Commission, um, you know, why, how did they conclude that, that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone? What's the connection to Jack Ruby? How can you say for sure Jack Ruby acted alone? How did they confer and conclude so quickly? What's in that 888-page Warren report? Like, you could just go on and on and on. There's a lot there. What, how much do you know about it? I know, obviously, the grassy knoll. I'd like to know how many shots and from what locations. This is actually one of the things, if I could go back in time and know something, I'd want to know about the pyramids, and I'd want to probably know about this. I want to know if you, Lee So Harvey you think Oswald there's something there. You don't think Lee Harvey Oswald, a former Marine, got to the top of the Texas School Book Depository with an old Italian bolt-action rifle and got off multiple shots that all found their target, including a headshot, and killed the president? I mean, it's some that's some real crackerjack shooting on a moving target. You don't think that that happened? You think, do you, in your gut, you, you think there were more people in oh. on it? Yeah, I think there's definitely more, and I think there's definitely more to Jack Ruby. I want to know that whole connection. I'm definitely interested in that. So I went, I did look at uh, Jack Ruby a bit. Jack Ruby was one of these, and it almost lends itself to some of the the, the shit that you see today. Like Lee Harvey Oswald was somebody who uh, subscribed to kind of a, a, a right wing agenda and didn't like the Democratic uh, JFK, and and Ruby was more of a um, you know more of a, a, a Democrat left leaning liberal type that was like very passionate against um you know the direction that the gop was heading imagine that he had some foresight that maybe they might go off the rails a little bit but he um he took exception to oswald shooting him and uh and 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 took it upon himself to to cap him in the head so he did have motive for killing oswald and um you know, there's speculation that there there are mob ties there, but you know, those are kind of flimsy. He was a nightclub owner. His real name was Jack Rubenstein. He's Jewish. Um, I don't I don't know how much ties some Jewish nightclub owner from uh, from New York City has with the mob. I mean, not to say he couldn't, but you know, I think I think there's there's a, some straining to. Uh, <laughs> Joe, what's going on? You head. What here? do you not you not know anything about the mafia? They they got a long way with with the Jews. The the Jews. <laughs> Italians, when it comes to business, they've always found a way to work it out. The fact that Jack Ruby owned a nightclub, he was very much connected connected to the mob. And and if Lee Harvey Oswald was was put up to it by the mob, which I think is a possibility because the mafia hated him and his brother. They hated his brother. Assassinated. Uh, They hated them both. uh, The the Kennedys were part and parcel. You got one because you got the other. So yeah, I I do I do think that the mob angle is something that should be looked at, and they were especially yeah. powerful in the '60s. Right. Oh yeah, the mob that, the mob yeah. ruled the 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 country in the '60s. They they descended the you know to, into every uh, form of mainstream business, and and it kept it that way until they uh, until the RICO Commission kind of uh, you know. Oh, and, and Seamus, this this is a whole other rabbit hole. We got the whole Whitey Bulger thing. We oh yeah, no, we have some point. Yeah, that guy's yeah. that that guy's got some history, but yeah, no, I. 
maybe I goaded you in with that a little bit, Joe. And I, I know that there are, are, are associates of the mob of all the sense, but, uh, you know, th th people really want to make that storyline. And I know that there was a movie with um, Robert De Niro that suggested that there were some broken promises between the Kennedy administration and the mob. They kind of like, hey, we'll scratch your back, you scratch ours, and he didn't make good on his end of the bargain with Cuba. And there is evidence there. I mean, he did try to invade Cuba, didn't he? You know, there was something yeah. going on with Cuba um, in the mafia, uh, according to at least that movie and some other sources you might be able to uncover where, you know, he just didn't make good on these promises to let them use the Cuban uh, coast as sort of this like um, resort and casino, uh, you know, place like Vegas is like a new Vegas that's overseas. I think that was the idea. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot of story there um, that that's interesting about, yeah. you know, who might have done it and why and when jack ruby shot lee harvey oswald that's like one of the most iconic photos of like an actual murder happening yeah yeah and there's no like five second delay so if you walk up to somebody you know on live tv and shoot them in the head yeah everybody saw that it's yeah. just a wild wild scene well, I, so i think he got him in the belly didn't he didn't he get joe no he put it right to the head and pulled the trigger he had uh, a 38 special I it, no i think it, I think yeah it no i feel like you're having the mandela effect shame am i is this another mandela yeah. callback i'm i'm almost certain that you're correct that uh ruby shot him in the stomach yeah How? but is it fruit is it fruit loops with two o's or? it's definitely with two o's <laughs> Ah, All right, ah. so let, let, let's let's do a, just a few more because we're uh, it's, it's getting kind of late. But this is something that drives me crazy, Joe. In a second, we're gonna go to Jedi with the OnlyFans. Now, Seamus, do you think it's do you think it's fine for? No, I've like, never looked at OnlyFans. No, I haven't. Are you okay with like some YouTuber, like we said, like folding laundry, and they have like millions of followers, and they make like a million dollars a year <laughs> doing that? Or do it's you pretty think frustrating when you're putting forth effort into a podcast? And we oh. really could just be really cute and folding our laundry. Yeah. I mean, not have. only a podcast, like our regular jobs. Yeah. That, 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 that's when uh, Jack Ruby shot him. His yeah, head wow. looks okay. Look at the guy. Look at the guy on the left. You see, the, you got to look at this picture. Right. This guy on the left that's kind of like, hey, now, hey, now, partner. He's got this kind of like, now you settle down look on that's his face. Southern guy. So he's like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. So let, let's see what Jedi has to say about like OnlyFans and stuff. Yes, Jedi. What do you have to say about OnlyFans? The fact that twerking and OnlyFans save more households from foreclosure and bankruptcy is crazy. And that's the biggest conspiracy yet, is finding out that you don't have to work a nine-to-five job. You can just record yourself standing there wearing Daisy Dukes, wearing a top hat, eating banana for 10 minutes. And who knows how much money you make, depending on how much followers you have. I mean, it blows my mind. I want to see this OnlyFans she's referring to where she's in Daisy Dukes eating a banana, wearing a top hat. I, I, I doubt that's getting the viewership some of the other OnlyFans are getting, but that is interesting. I don't know if she was talking about OnlyFans with that or just like a general, like a YouTuber doing something stupid. But either way, that drives me crazy. Like, do you see that Ryan's Toy Box kid, the kid that opens up toys and he gets like 20 million a year? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a big, that's a, that concept is huge. Well, I, there's a, there's a, a bunch of guys that are doing that stuff. But like, yeah, the, the unpackaging or the unboxing. Uh, I mean, people just doing dumb shit that's just, just found a niche where people want to see. 
they want to see what's in the box or see what's on. Un- un- we need to do an unboxing next show, Joe book it, uh, that we're going to do an unboxing at the very top of the show. And I going to know what's in it. And we're going to crinkle, make all the crinkly sounds and tell you guys what's inside the box. I think that's brilliant. But I wish I saw a few weeks ago they were thinking about not allowing nudity anymore in OnlyFans. I don't know if you saw that, and I wanted that to go through because I think it's bullshit that you can be a teacher and then be like, okay, I'm going to do OnlyFans, and some of these people are making like 200k a month, and and you begrudge them that money, Todd. That makes you upset that they're I, making easier money than you are. Did I just explain to you that Jeff Bezos literally does nothing all day long and gets 800 billion dollars now? And, the, and yeah, you're going to begrudge some girl that's that's uh, lucky enough to have a cute uh, everything and, and uh, show her goods and get uh, paid for it? No, I know what you're saying. It's uh, It doesn't bother me as, as, it, as much as it does you. I wonder if, if the option were on the table for you right now to get up oh and, and wiggle your dick for hundreds of thousands of dollars, would you do it? Well, I don't blame the people doing it. I just blame Sounds like like platforms. Yeah, he would do it. You would do it in a heartbeat. So is it is it is it that you don't like the fact that it's easy for some people to do it, or is or is this that you're resentful that women are able to just get on and make more than you can make just by showing their titties? Well, does it bother you that like high pitch Eric does those stupid cameos? <laughs> makes no money because he could never do anything else. He's another thing cameo. I mean, it's it's all Jackie Martling has left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got incoming here from Jedi. I think she's going to explain the, uh, oh, uh, she sent me a link. She said, That's uh, fine. security robots to monitor casino resort. I don't, it doesn't, and it says the same type thing for the airports. We'll have to, maybe we'll have a show on that. <laughs> just, just tell her to take a lozenge is all she just, <laughs> she just needs some ludens, something to kind of knock that back. But I, I think keep the sultry, um, seductive that's that was working for me i like that all right i say we pick uh our favorite two more left just so we're not here for too much longer all right this can i, can I yeah, no, go go ahead. Go. all right no i just want to do mine real quick uh this is this is one we definitely need to do and uh, i don't know if you've ever heard of this you can google it um it actually is fairly recent um if you put in the word it's called covid 19 COVID-19 it is a uh, apparently is a virus that came out uh, last year. Uh, it was public in March of 2020. Not a lot of people believe in it, uh, but a lot of people are saying that, you know, we should take it seriously. And then, uh, I think a lot of people are split on that. Um, but I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think that's a kind of a big issue that we should probably attack with with a show or two? What do you what are your thoughts? Yeah, I guess. Why not? Yeah, it's uh, definitely a polarizing topic. Yeah, I mean, for the first five months, the uh, commander in chief said it wasn't even real, you know. So a lot of people don't, still to this day, don't think that it's real, or or if they do think it's real, they think it's not a big deal, uh, or if they don't think it's a big deal, they don't think they need to take a vaccine. So you know, there, there there's been a lot of uh, examples set at, from the very top that are that are influencing, you know, the behaviors that carry forward to today, and it probably doesn't help when uh, talking heads that have the hearts, minds, and ears of most of the Americans, like Joe Rogan, are uh, sort of echoing those same sentiments. And uh, and how dangerous is that? And 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 what can we do as influential podcasters to uh, to to steer America in the right direction? This is why we need listeners. They need to hear some common sense, Todd. It's on us to change the future. I think on a conspiracy show, most people are 
gonna be non-vaxxers don't you yeah most most of the people that listen to conspiracy shows are just gonna be um living in a a bomb shelter somewhere and and vaccines will be the very last thing that they're thinking about they're not even uh, uh spam and uh and in, in, in special foods and sealed vacuum sealed bags jedi's missing this show we've talked about this twice like i said i think you should be vaccinated but i i'm not as diehard as you are with all like the uh, nonsense and what does that mean to be die hard do you think i'm in like a like a vaccine um enthusiast like i have a vaccine jersey that i wear to vaccine games what the fuck does it mean to be a die hard vaccine person todd because I like, like I said, I'm more like if you don't get vaccinated, that's fine. I'm vaccinated. It's not, not fine. It's, fine. it's fucking not fine. Yeah, that's the whole is point. What I mean. It's not fine, and people who don't get the vaccine should be told it's not fine. It shouldn't be socially acceptable. This isn't a choice. This isn't an opinion. This isn't a my body, my choice thing. Like it's a like it's a fucking mood ring that you could wear, you know, or not wear. This is this is a fucking plague that that is a real threat to our our, our species. You know, this thing could get varianted out of control, and there won't be any vaccines anymore that work. Why are we doing this, Todd? Why yeah. do we have to be a quote-unquote hardcore vaccine guy to get a fucking vaccine? Why are you know, the hardcore it... vaccine guys when the polio virus was real? Did you have to be a lunatic to think you should get a vaccine <laughs> when polio was out? But, but the thing is, the problem is everyone has to act like it's a big deal. When they have these Met Galas and no one's wearing masks and they have these college football games and no one's wearing masks, it needs to be yeah. everyone or nothing. Well, guess what? We should have college football games outside in Met Gallows. We should be out of the fucking woods by now, you dumb motherfuckers, you. We should be at fucking football games and not worried about consequences. That would be the reality that we would be facing right now. But unfortunately, there aren't enough people vaccinated to make that a reality. So we still have to talk about fucking masks, you, you scoundrels. Seamus, do you know who else was anti-vaccine? No, Joe, I don't want to hear it from you, damn it. The dinosaurs. The dinosaurs. (laughs) They were assholes. What happened to them? They were very egocentric, narcissistic beings, and that's why they're extinct. That's what happens. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm all worked up now. Todd, I still love you. My second to last one. We're going to kind of throw Jedi under the bus here. Joe, pull up Jedi's social media. The whole show, actually. I'm sorry, Jedi. The creation of social media has been a wild ride, too. You guys know my view on this. I'm not a fan. I mean, now it turns out you need it to date, for business, and just to be a friend. A friend! Yet social media has become a necessary evil. And it has become, at the same time, the virtual sparring octagon for all things said, viewed, and written. So, so the the virtue the, the say it again. What is the virtue? Oct- this octagon was in that at the very end. The vir- I heard. <laughs> yeah, but the what thing is, is I, I don't know. I think it's time to address the elephant in the room with uh, Jedi. Oh. So I've had two people message me this week about Jedi. <laughs> One just said, "Is she ever going to talk about why she doesn't like social media?" And then another guy wrote me. We we're going back and forth. He's like, "I really like the show. Seamus is funny. Joe's funny." He goes, "But Jedi, is she ever going to talk about why she hates social media?" And <laughs> he asked if she was back. So I think we need to get to the uh, the root of this and maybe yeah, maybe do it. Yeah. We want to do a social media show. 
We want to know why she's not comfortable having an address or using her real name or going out in public <laughs> or eating vacuum-sealed um, uh, foods and uh, not trusting social media. We want to know who hurt her. We want to really get at the root of Jedi and how, how she arrived at this point of just blanket distrust. Is Jedi not her real name? No. No, no. That's a cool. Well, I had well, no idea. What about Seamus? Oh, I, I'm, I've been, I was uh, born Seamus Ignoramus, so a, a large family of ignoramuses uh, that goes on and on. Yeah, we're, we're Irish. You can look us up. No, but Jedi does have a, a lot of good stuff in her, so I can't wait to kind of talk about some of the things. <laughs> oh, we're going to get it. We're going to crack that nut. We're going to get after Jedi, and, uh, and we love Jedi very much. I know she's going through a lot of hard things right now, and I hope Jedi knows this is all in fun when I – when I say that, it yeah. sounds like she's uh, swallowing a toad or or uh, needs some ivermectin on her vocal cords, and that she's being sultry in her delivery. We love you very much, and uh, and we appreciate everything that you do. I still think it's so funny when I first started talking to Jedi. Then all of a sudden, we did the uh, we did a Zoom, and I was waiting for like this giant Samoan lady to pop up. <laughs> it's like this, it's like this beautiful Hawaiian girl, and I'm like, wow, you believe like, in all this stuff. I well, thought like attractive people aren't crazy. <laughs> yeah, usually people that like are are not crazy looking have like a life and like something going on where like they don't they don't pigeonhole themselves into these uh, these these. Um, Dude, know, people who are hot and crazy can get away with anything. anything. That's why yeah. you don't yeah. think that they're crazy. You think it was you, right? <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I do want to like up on that social media topic like social media is so toxic it's unreal you could well, talk about doing, anything man. yeah yeah you i could... mean it, it's it, it it's it was weaponized it was weaponized in 2015 that's a whole other thing the 20 the 2016 election is a is a conspiracy show in and of itself um but you know we've seen firsthand what a well organized well launched disinformation campaign can do we know this. We knew this way back with hearts and minds, and and in uh, the in the uh, advent of the KGB and and propaganda going back to you know uh, World War II. Uh, we knew what propaganda can do. We've just never had a vehicle to deliver propaganda on the on the scale that we have now. And now we've got an ability to put an idea in the heads of every American, anyone, within seconds. Every single one of them, we can infiltrate their minds overnight, and uh, and and it can be used for for something quite malicious. And I, I think we're seeing a lot of that. We're seeing a lot of behaviors being influenced by social media, uh, and not always for the better. Imagine if Hitler had Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I also hate Jews. <laughs> so Hitler here, still not loving the Jews. <laughs> Seamus, pick one, pick one good one here, and I'm gonna pick one good one. All right, pick one good one. One good one. How about the Denver airport? We touched on it earlier. The the Denver airport is believed to be the headquarters of the fabled Illuminati, the New World Order that is going to be marched in one day when uh, you know. A, a virus wipes us all off the face of the planet. I think. I think everything that we're seeing on the murals in the Denver airport is actually coming to fruition. Huh. 
You know what's weird? When I listen to Denver airports, when I first started listening to this podcast on the conspiracy, I'm like, this is such bullshit. But when they like name like 50 things, it like makes you think. Well, you know, there are a lot of observable, uh, I don't want to call it evidence, but you know, there are you, you, there are observations that you can make about the shape of some of the runways looking like swastikas. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that people could point out that, uh, that definitely look strange and, 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 uh, and create a, a conversation. And then there are the murals. So apparently in, in the basement of the, um, of the hangar or one of the, or one of the parts of the airports, it was uncovered a kind of like doomsday end of the world mural with all of these things. It was, clearly the thing was made, uh, like a long time ago and was like showing technology that didn't exist yet. So, it's very conspiracy-like. We can we can get all over that. It, it, and I guess um, what people are saying is that it is, uh, like I said, the headquarters of what originated in Bavaria uh, as a freethinker society that we now call the Illuminati is really kind of an offshoot of these science-rejecting religious cults that called themselves the freethinkers or the Freemasons. Uh, and basically, these are the first people that said, I did my own research. That's what Freemason and free thinking was. It's people that did my own research and rejected science. Not that that could happen today. <laughs> All right. So final one here. Oh, man, I have a few. I got to pick one here. We definitely have to do an episode on scams. I love, I mean, I don't like scams, but I love the idea of the thought that goes into these things. Mostly the Nigerian scammers who are just like the worst people on the face of the earth. They'll take your life savings and not feel bad about it for a second. I, I watch a regular YouTuber. Uh, I don't know his name, but this guy is so great. He's uh, an expert like computer hacker, uh, you know, we actually, we both know a guy that's got the same skill set. This guy, uh, my neighbor, I won't say his name if he, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, this guy's got all these like tactical superpowers and oh my God, is it satisfying? He gets these yeah. scammers on the hook and gets them to, first of all, he disguises his voice. So he sounds like an old lady. Is it pierogi? Is it pierogi? Maybe I'm sure there are a, a a couple of guys. It is so satisfying, Todd. If yeah. you just go to the go to his page, he'll show you like the gotcha moments at the end where they're like, "Hey, by the way, fucker, I have deleted all of your files. Yeah, Everything yeah, that you had is gone now. Are you noticing that on your screen? Do you see how I'm in your yeah. computer? I it's love it. Scammer pay, scammer payback. Scammer right? payback. That's what it's called. Yeah, it is. Parodia, if you like, if you like revenge and you like seeing yeah. justice happen in in real time. Yeah. And you know we all hate fucking scammers, people that yeah. that feed on your grandmother's social security by telling them that their computer's been hacked or, you know, the 19 other ways that you can think of, of stealing somebody's money with the fucking Amazon gift cards is the new thing. Right. Um, yeah, it's so cool watching them get fucked over because you know that they're part of some syndicate that, like, needed those files, you know, oh, and you're fucking yeah. frying them and their fucking leader is going to be like, what happened? What did you do? This guy's going to get right. hiding. Yeah, that that actual scam you're talking about is you get an email from uh, like um, what's the thing on your computer like where it protects you? What's McAfee or whatever? Yeah, like antivirus yeah, so, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fake so they call and say they call and say your antivirus uh, has expired. <clears throat> would you like Would yep. you like your money back? And they say, Yep, right. four hundred ninety nine dollars. And they hack into their bank account and they go, Oh my god. I just sent you forty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Now you got to go to the bank and send me back the forty five thousand. And these right. old poor people, 
like giving their life savings and it's so sad but um yeah and meanwhile the bank yeah. account is totally spoofed right it's not even a real it, it just looks yeah. like it looks like the account everything about it is fake yeah they make it yeah. look like yeah i've seen that that's exactly the scam that he was doing uh at right the time. That, that's the, it's it's the same scam every time and um these people that live in this one was india Mm -hmm. They make like a hundred rupees a month, which is like nothing. And all the money must be going to like the higher ups. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's organized crime at it's, at it's like most grotesque form where they've got people that are like living to eat. I'm sorry. They're scamming for food. You know, these poor bastards, they're basically just doing any other job. You know, this just happens to be scammer. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of money stolen. Just to go down the line, we won't get into them. Here are the ones that we didn't get into. Maybe another time. Point shaving, I think, is interesting. Chemtrails oh, in the sky. A lot more on sports, yeah. I think I yeah, think people Bill, want to hear sports stuff. Bill Gates and his synth- synthetic meat. Magic mushrooms mm-hmm. is like my number one. Magic uh, mushrooms. We should do a magic, magic mushroom show. We we all, we all trip balls. Yeah, magic mushrooms is the biggest rabbit hole. I'm like 11 months and going right now. That's what I listen to whenever I'm looking for anything. What is that? What is that another mean? one? What about magic? No, I don't want you to just move on. What about magic mushrooms is a conspiracy? So no, no, it's not a conspiracy. It's just that things that people see. There are so uh-huh. many people that think it's something, just like it's like life changing. The things you can see, and if you smoke DMT, there are people think that you're like tapping into another reality. Now, if you uh-huh. didn't do any research, I know it sounds kind of wacky, but if you listen to tons of people talk about the same type thing and seeing the same things, um, we're gonna do a show on that because I have a comedian named Shane Moss that's gonna come on and talk to us about that. He was on Comedy Central talking about uh, yeah, magic mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. And one more I'd like to talk about at some point is I want to know if there's enough cash in the world on hand if everyone was going to cash out their life savings or if there is not enough cash. I wonder if we could ever find that out by doing some yeah, research. We could just, all you have to do is ask for ask Chef Bezos to give it to you. Yeah. He's got, he's got literally all the cash. No, um, there, there's a lot of uh, uh, liquidity questions when it comes to 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 a bunch of facets of our 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 day-to-day financial lives like if we all cashed out our 401ks you know the the cash isn't there where's it coming from you know people had to live their lives they didn't sack it away well you know we can't even sack the money away for uh for pensions without stealing it eventually somebody's going to steal the money that's just how it goes you can't you can't stack dollars and expect no one to touch it right all right so um so, so on, on my end on my end yeah there's the moon landing was it fake which i think we can get to with our friend david weiss will tell us all about how and why the moon landing is fake um there's 5g technology have you heard about conspiracies that 5g technology causes all sorts of things that it was the root of COVID 19 and it causes cancer there are people that yeah, attribute yeah. 5g technology to all sorts of horrors um we mentioned flat earth David Weiss is going to come back, so we'll touch on that again. Um, and uh, there's there's the question of, uh, are we living in the Matrix? Have you ever heard that? Like, this is all some program, and somebody's fucking with us somewhere else, and we're all just... Oh, yeah, like we're living in a simulation. That's Yeah, this is, all of this yeah. is a simulation to see what we'll do. Uh, yeah. And then QAnon. QAnon. Yeah. There's, there's a lot there. People want to know what that's all about and they, they definitely want to hear jedi's uh take on QAnon because i wonder if there's any QAnon sympathy on jedi's side just because of all the other wacky stuff that we attribute to uh to uh to jedi 
Yeah, and I think we should talk about more about robots in the airports. <laughs> yeah, we oh need to know God. more about these robotic um, security <laughs> guards. I want to. I want to fight one. Can I throw one more out at you guys as a possibility? Yeah. If you were, should I just read about this? Another thing, I just thought about it. Uh, you guys know about the uh, the Higgs boson, uh, the large uh, Hayden calendar, where they broke the speed of sound and all that. Do you know about this thing? No, I know what they that. were super concerned uh, what this thing was going to do. And there are some people who believe that when they fired this thing up, it actually blasted us into a black hole uh, and we're literally on the edge of annihilation. Oh, that's a nice thought. I'm gonna I'm gonna ruminate that on up. that as I let, sleep. Let that one up before you go to sleep, bud. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I just I like there's something beautiful about nothing really mattering though. There's it's not all bad. Uh, that's yeah. that's some peace of mind of knowing we're on the brink of extinction. So we really shouldn't take anything too seriously, right, Todd? Right, but let me ask you guys a quick question. What did you guys think was going to happen on Y2K? I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Did, were you guys nervous? I, I didn't think the world would end, uh, would end, but I thought maybe there'd be some software goofs, which I think there were, but nothing life-changing. Did you People listen for a like, boom when the, when, the, when the ball dropped? Did you listen for a boom? Did you turn all the volume down and be like, is that, <laughs> is that Iowa exploding? The weirdest thing about the literally uh, Y2K or, or what was December 31st, 1999, I must have seen, no joke, about 15 white Volkswagen Jettas that day. Hmm. Really? Oh, everywhere I went, I, I I don't know why it caught my eye. And after, like, I was like, "What is something weird going on?" I kept seeing white Volkswagen Jettas everywhere to the point where I called a buddy of mine, and I was like, "This is gonna sound weird." I feel like there's white Volkswagen Jettas everywhere. Huh. So there were a lot of people that had uh, fuel economy on their minds, is what it you're seems that way. I don't know. That was weird. That all will always. So, stand so you never that never went anymore. anywhere. You didn't. You didn't follow up on the white Jettas. No, bro. The next day, everything was fine. So I. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> but just were done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I think everything went swimmingly. The next twenty-one years went perfectly. We're in a good spot right now. <laughs> I think uh, we have one more message from Jedi. Oh, sultry. Let's hear it. Womarks, the end is here. Please check us out on what else? Social media. Thank you so much for listening. Todd, do you have a few words to say? Yes, Todd. Just, just check us out on social media to Conspiracy to Beyond, and uh, we'll get back up on Twitter. And uh, I think that's it. Anything else, Seamus? Give us a five-star review. Joe says that those are worth something. Right, Joe? If, if we get enough of those, you know, we could we could pay to keep Joe around because we don't even a dollar for every five star review. Shane is going to hook him up. Yeah. All right. So next week, I don't know if we're doing uh, 9-11 or what, but we'll talk about it. And we'll see you guys next week.